You are listening to Let's Go, the Ouija anime podcast about Ouija anime from Dynamite in the Brain and Secret of the Sailor Madness. So come along and hang with the Let's Go gang. It's Dwayne. Hello. It's Niall. How are you? And it's just me, Brian. Had we recorded this yesterday, it would also have been Brian's digestive system you would have picked up on the microphone. Because it was out, just folks. a constant gurgling it was making. Hmm. Uh, on this episode, we are covering anime that aired the week of the 24th to the 30th of April, 2022. And it is the thing which isn't from that week first, Tiger and Bunny 2, episode 4. Never put off till tomorrow what you can do today. Unless you're watching the episodes as if they came out week to week rather than all in one big sitting. Yes. Which I almost carried on into episode five this week. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I realize what these titles remind me of now, and that is what are the what's the phrase from Doug and Kirill? Uh, don't think. Oh, don't think. Feels so good. But I was, it's the phrase that that's part of the the much longer f- ridiculous yeah. phrase from mm-hmm. the moon. Uh, <laughs> don't think. Feels so good. By the way, you're also being colonized by moon men. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, watch Doug and Kirill. It's quite strange, but uh, it may tie into Tiger and Buddy at some point. Who knows? Maybe. Oh, well, if we're talking about superheroes and fucking parallel universes, you know, that's all on, on back on, on trend now, so who knows what could, what could happen, you know? Yeah, well, I don't know whether we'd want these guys dealing with a uh, multiversal threat. Ah, because he's just too perfect. Ah, <laughs> it's so tired work being so perfect around him. It's so hard to keep up. They, they need to sort out their personal problems first before their professional world universe-saving problems. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so... Basically, Kotetsu has noticed that even though they were given the job as the veteran buddy heroes to teach the uh, the new buddy heroes how to be buddy heroes, they aren't having to do all that much because everybody's looking up to Fire Emblem and Sky High. Hmm. Uh, Asking uh, them advice, like even the new young fellas who are very antisocial, like are actively grabbing um, Sky High's pecs and going like, you got to tell me about your pec game, bro. How'd you get there? <laughs> They think they're so cool getting to do all of the all of the kind of high end advertising deals and going on all the late night talk shows with the one liners. Ah, these two. <laughs> How do they make it work? Mm. Well, with, with a lot of uh, biting of biting of your tongue and uh, just like not wanting to uh, want to engage in any kind of confrontation. How every relationship is solved. This <laughs> uh, fire emblem is for laying as well as just like like. I love I love Sky High. He's fun, solid dude. But he's so much of a solid dude. So I gotta like really be on my on my toes a lot of time to keep up with him. He's fucking never misses a thing. He eats right, exercises, the works. He's he's just so empathetic, so confident. He's got all sorts of right thing to say. Mm. I mean, I, obviously, I have the looks. You know, that, that's that's what I'm bringing to this. But uh, but I don't know, it's, man. It's, it's not hard even, work. It's not even that he's like. Um... He's getting all the attention because he's like, oh, on the t- late night talk shows, he's like, oh, I'm not the talker guy. You, you want to talk to my friend Fire Emblem, and Fire Emblem is actually getting a lot more attention for that. He's not hogging it. He's he's making Fire Emblem have to work really hard to be as perfect as Sky. <laughs> yes, and also Fire Emblem is, and obviously for the viewer, at least for me, I'd forgotten. And obviously, this shows what a nice pe- person Fire Emblem is. Hmm. Is that it's clear Sky High's main problem, as we know. 
is that he's a very boring man. He has dogs <laughs> called John and John John. John John. Those are fucking perfect dog names. I will take no fucking slight on them. Um, but yeah, they're, they're not very original dog names. I got a dog named John. I got another dog. What are you going to call it? John John. John squared. <laughs> you know if those, those dogs have puppies, it's going to be called John John John. But yeah, he's just going to be stuck. Just easier this way. You know. <laughs> <laughs> system. He's a bad, uh, his perfect woman was a robot. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of guys, to be fair. Um. <laughs> hey man, it's a go-go 90s. You gotta get with these. Hmm. Uh, but yes, that's that. That is the emotional uh, peril here today. And uh, uh, yeah, so Fireman goes to our boys Barnaby, and um, he keeps calling him Mister Wild, which is so polite, uh, Mister Barnaby and Mister Wild, which is so nice. Um, but as Wild Tiger keeps interrupting and assuming he knows what the problem is, <laughs> uh, that gives Sky High enough time to accidentally overhear the entire conversation and pretend that he hasn't by stating out loud that he has not, which is uh, awkward. Awkward for everyone involved. Also, some truly disgusting animation of Kitetsu smothering his karage in mayonnaise. <laughs> I mean, like Barnaby actively is disgusted. Not only that he's eating karage after eating a hot dog, but uh, that he's putting so much mayonnaise on it. I think that was his actual problem. It's like, what, yeah. is it me eating karaga after oh, hot dogs? Like, so, yeah. Dude, that was more mayonnaise than fucking food. What are you doing? What? That's what we're doing the yoga for, to allow me to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm excited just enough to not die. I, I am also in the Wild Tiger camp of, I count any exercise I do in my fitness app as uh, against the chocolate that I eat, and I'm just like, perfect. It's a perfect balance. I have gained nothing. Anyways, so... What, what, what you what you guys gotta do is that you just gotta go out and just like just talk to your things over over a drink like you know just like you know just like face to face you kind of just listen it all let it all out there you know hmm. so we're probably going maybe we've never, never gone for a drink but I asked you but you know you're always so you know like that well have you asked like since you know it would be nice if you did <laughs> <laughs> Uh, these relationship trouble episodes, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying. I don't care if it is just a sitcom now. I'm 100% fine with that. Oh, it, it, it all reminds me at the very end. By the way, evil villains are coming. They're, they're slaughtering yeah, it, everything in their path. They'll get, they'll get here eventually, you know. By episode episode uh, 12, the whole cast <laughs> is killed. <laughs> um, but yeah, the and when um, Fire Emblem goes out with the um, the what's it, Blue Rose and. Um, I can't think of her name, the, the electric girl. Um, but yeah, she, they're yes. like, oh no, just talk to him tomorrow. Like, cause it'll be grand. Like, don't, don't be ringing him now. Cause it's like, you know, just give him time to cool off and apologize tomorrow and everything will be cool. But he doesn't show up to their, um, their morning jog. So he's like, oh, I'm going to have to talk to him at that show we got to do later. I know he's called in, not, not called in sick, but he's called in saying, Hey, could you send some more heroes to help us out on the show? I don't think we we're, we're going to be capable of doing opening this, um, is it a giant pirate ship like in the like air? It looks like a Zeppelin dock. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a strange looking thing. But, yeah, um, I thought it was like an or like a. It was designed like a, a pirate ship. I think it was just like for observing the city. It was like an ex- observation oh, platform, like a space needle or some kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Except yeah, pirate I'm, ship shape for 
cool not, reasons. Not sure what engineering was on that. Uh, obviously not very good because oh goodness, you know that seems like going to be an engineering miracle to make it work, but it doesn't work because it's collapsing. Does it do shoddy workmanship or possible sabotage? I mean, like the 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 interview part of the grand opening was collapsing because there was a racist in the crowd of an old man just shouting, "I don't like superpowers. You suck. Get him out of here." And uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Black was uh, about to give him one, but he gives him one by rushing over to him and putting a force field over his head, protecting him from falling girders. Uh, and they have to evacuate not only the the thing underneath the giant pirate ship, but actually the pirate ship, which is filled with people. <laughs> I thought this was the opening. Why is it already filled with people? It's a Gata opening. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a whole... We got to work together to to escape everyone from the thing. And um, Mr. Black still has to, his man still makes him write a strongly worded apology, um, <laughs> even though he saved that racist old man. Um, yeah. Well, don't yeah. worry. In a later episode, a later show we're watching this week, his mum will send him a box of uh, supplies. So that's <laughs> fine. Again, when she shows up to the start of that press conference, it's like, hey, my boys are here as well. Can't they do it? It's just, it's, she's such a mam. It's great. And it's the fact that they're so teenagery as well, I think, is what's yes. really selling it, is that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we get some nice superhero rescue action. Uh, and, uh, and then, yeah, we get at the end, we get uh, our other two boys checking into our hotel. Mm-hmm. Um with their uh, their parent figure, we finally see. Hmm. Do, do they give him a name here? I can't remember if they give him a name. They do. His name is like Brian, but it's spelled weird. I can't uh, remember. Bra- but... Brahe. That's B-R-A-H-E. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it turns out Sky High actually does have some flaws. He doesn't like the celery that your man puts in his drinks, in their fitness drinks. What was his other flaw? Um, sometimes he so, just eats pizza for dinner and lunch. Just, oh, yeah, sometimes he's a slob. He doesn't let it on, yeah. <laughs> wow, what, what, you're a human being sometimes? Man, look so hard on yourself. Just, just stop with that. <laughs> I'm not perfect. Sometimes I forget to eat lunch. It's like, yeah, I mean, sometimes you're busy, so okay. That's okay, dude. Am I going to hell? <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Just, uh, just go to confession, you know, just tell him what you did. You ate pizza that time and it'll all be fine. Say two uh, grand yeah. berries, you're okay. We gotta be more like Tiger and Bunny. Looks over Tiger and Bunny. We don't need to argue as much, though. <laughs> that's, that's, so, that's how funny. about that drink, buddy? Uh, I actually, said I got the drinks with. Uh, I, I said I go out with Rothfuss, and you know that's alright. If I'm saying, oh, that's okay. You know, what? I think I'll have dinner with a friend. Oh, a friend! We'll have a nice time. She just sits down, fuck one. So, says I've done plenty. His fur, I thought the fun just. Oh. A crazy day today. Oh, let me tell you about it. <laughs> Barnaby, this is this is yeah. great progress, but you need to make some actual people friends. Is this just yeah. this is trying to a dog? Man. Make a friend that it's a is a dog. I know two dogs between them with three Johns as a name. Yeah. So uh, you know they probably need walking us. But yeah, it, it is his problem is is that he is not that he can't have the great friendship with Tiger. It's that he hasn't formed great friendships with any of the other people. Yeah, at work. You could take Saito out, so he doesn't even have to. He just has to nod as Saito whispers at him. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, unless they have some kind of like an over Zoom call and then he'd just be shouting all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when you amplify him, he's very loud. He's just constantly screaming at you. Mm-hmm. Then we must travel to the world of underground golf with Birdie Wing go- go- Golf no, Golf Girls Story, Episode 4, Viper. Viper the Repair. <laughs> Or is she a vampire? Vampire. Uh, she's going for a lot of different things here. So this is a, this... have planned a date for the next day. I mean, I'm sorry, a golf game before uh, she has to go back to Japan on the plane. We're going to meet on the 18th hole or, 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 or the first hole. No, I think they're the going to do a full hole. round, like, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we're going to meet on the first hole at sunrise tomorrow. Okay, it's a date. It's like, whoa, hold your horses, dear girl. You got to come on, we got to settle this bet. <laughs> Mafia stuff, come on. Yeah. Uh, yes. And then, as the, as we settle this bet, all the subtext will disappear from this show, and the text will. There was disappear. subtext. <laughs> I mean, like it's through God, but other than that, there's not really any subtext. Yeah. People uh, just outright stating things, though. Now in this episode. Yeah. Fair enough. They they like, were just they they were it was going unsaid by the characters. Their, mm-hmm. their motivations, but no, she's there's already somebody in my heart. She cries out as her <laughs> Viper is trying to seduce her, and also yeah, yeah, date, rape, drug her through tattoo. Like, is is it? Does she just has? Does she just? I was thinking, does she stink? Is her secret that she stinks so bad? She's such bad bo that it really puts you off your game. Uh, it's, I, I say there's some something which is like applied like all over her body and yeah. and uh, this uh, excretes yes, mm-hmm. uh, which then then there's, there's loads of times in which you're just like oh it's so hot in here it's going to unzip all this like <laughs> air that out of it. Ah. I was expecting the tattoo to be some sort of scratch and sniff device, <laughs> given the fact that we already d- discovered that there is literal underground golf. Um, yeah. Deep under the earth, there is a criminal golf course which can be randomised <laughs> with different like, sections of golf course. Well, you know, this is like a, the debunker from, from Evangelion, but then the apocalypse didn't happen, so it was reimagined into a golf course. I mean, yeah, there's only yeah. that kind of thing sitting there. It's and obviously, the, it is a world built yes. on golf, so there's plenty of people who will pay on this randomised golf course um, machinery to. Um, to to mess it up. Oh, oh, and it turns out your one didn't. It wasn't. We 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 thought it was some sort of golf thing where they could change the shape of it. But she didn't mess up her game in the under fifteens. Uh, did did she draw with her or something like no, that? No, the 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 sidekick of the uh, the gangster hmm. had shot oh, a that, laser in the it, eye. Laser, yeah, laser pointer. Pointed a laser pointer, and it's just very basic fucking witchy rules. But yeah, uh, she she did. Mm-hmm. I did admit that it was just like no, I I just fucked it up. I was like. No, dude, that was interference. That was definitely interference. Yes, but uh, yeah, they they can't let. Uh, the The reason they did that is because they need to keep the confidence up, uh, so that she could win this bet the next day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so they're just going to do one hole, and but they have to they have to comp- whoever wins the hole. But the problem is they 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 keep on drawing because she she does the first two shots great, but then Viper. Uh, distracts what? her with her perfume and uh, perfume, right? It's just like, it's just, what is she doing to make me throw my shots? And it's like, dude, she has a giant zipper that she keeps pulling up and down, standing near to you. It's something to do with that. 
<laughs> I'm not even sure if, if, it's a, if it's some kind of special, like, you know, uh, perfume that's amazing. It's probably just, like, you know, lots of really bad, really strong perfume. It's just, like, just enough, like, <laughs> it's like it's like sitting in a room that's been freshly painted and you get a headache and uh, it's just, oh. Yeah, I think the way they say it is like it's something to just barely throw off your inner ear, but which wouldn't affect a normal person, but to a pro golfer, that's like a death sentence. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and they've made their own bet. So if Viper wins, she gets to take her home and do anything with her that she likes for 24 and, hours. And if you win, you can do whatever you want with me. It's like, cool, I need a driver to get to this game tomorrow. So that's perfect. <laughs> Uh, but the actual bet that the mafia bosses are betting on these two golf women with is um, again, it's not a mafia thing. It's about landing and building a casino. That's you know, it's your yakuza plot. It's it's literally the plot from Yakuza Zero. And I'm annoyed (laughs) that none of the yakuza games they've given us this boring target golf game in so many of them, and they've not had the opportunity to reveal that. There's a secret course. underground transforming golf course <laughs> when so many other things have been hidden underground across these games. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole fucking like, uh, pleasure district hidden underground. <laughs> oh, wait till you find out what's hidden underground in Yakuza 6. Yeah. It's insane. And, and there was a fucking like, golden castle hidden under yeah. Osaka for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, there's like a castle split open to reveal another castle inside. Ah, dear. <laughs> Anyway, also again, also this, again. Yeah. this is great because your one has left a um, she's, she's drawn a little tear on the Pac-Man golf ball that she left behind and wrote liar on it. It's like you didn't show up to my game because even with making your one drive onto the golf course and she's worried, I'm going to get arrested well, by the cops. It's like, I don't care. You we have to talk about how she wins first, which is just sheer power again. <laughs> yep. Also, she holds her breath for like a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that'll do it. She deliberately puts her ball in the bunker to trick Viper into thinking that she's being distracted by the uh, drug and then just powers it home mm-hmm. using another bullet. I don't think we've seen this bullet before. Is this yellow bullet the one which gets her yellow bullet bunkers? The bunkers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's never landed in a bunker before in her life, but when she did, she had just a trick up her sleeve. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the. Um... The, she's taken off in the plane and she couldn't make it to the golf game because she was like two hours late or something like that. But um, uh, she's she's driving balls so hard and fast in the same direction as the plane that you won't get seen. She's just crying out the window. You liar. You said you'd be there. I thought we had something special. Golf was the thing I thought we had special, obviously. Yeah, but that's yeah. OK. They're going to play VR golf next episode. Just do it over Zoom. <laughs> it, was, it, it was a very, uh, again... City Hunter style ending where someone's taken off in the plane and uh, he's just there on the turn rack. It's just like, ah oh, man, it's like, no, just the, the regret, the sorrows is flying away over the horizon. But with golf. <laughs> yes, golf exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 you just put the opening bits of, uh, of Get Wild over that and you wouldn't know the difference. Uh, it is, is a fantastic show, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I want... remind you that it is read by the person who wrote Haybot. <laughs> <laughs> I want V Fair to turn up again. I want all of these to be recurring things. Uh, and just getting a little bit as well of like here's the underground uh, gambling stream where there's just like a little bit of cheating going on, just just enough just to swerve the game into advantage for a true gambler to be able to like re leverage that. Uh, well, in, even in the rule book of golf, which I assume they have to apply by because you can't just brain someone with a golf club, um, there's no rule against using your pheromones to distract someone's inner ear from golfing better, I guess. Yeah. 
I, I have I keep on pondering and doing a paddle at a convention just about Yosuke Kuroda written anime because he's written so many and they are hmm. all over the auction. But yeah, because I forgot. It, I'm talking about which things where there's no subtext. I forgot he wrote Valkyrie Drive Mermaid as well. I saw somebody <laughs> mentioned that one of the animators from that is on, was on that this episode explaining oh, okay. the horniness. Um, it's trash, it's, but it's entertaining trash. Yeah. He writes so my hero, okay. Yes, he writes My Hero Academia as well. <laughs> he okay. write, he's written so he wrote, used to write Pokemon all the time. He was like there's the, a bunch of horny head, Pokemon. Yeah, that's fair. He's the first head writer on Pokemon. Mm. Uh, I think if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, he writes so much trash that I would never watch, uh, but also so much trash that I really enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> It's truly a four quadrant. Yeah. Hit. Goddamn build fighters. He, that, he did that as well. That 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 that's just pretty good. Back, yeah. when, back back when it was good, the good the, the mm. good series. Um. Yeah. Yeah. One day, maybe. One day, maybe. Uh. Not this year, though. Then it is your boy Kobe, episode five. Kobe busts a rhyme, in which we <laughs> change our focus Please. to another musician. Uh, whose name I've already forgotten, even though I just watched it today. Uh, yeah, and he has like several nicknames as well, and I can't remember any of them. Yeah, for he, what, he, uh, he, a freestyle champ, basically. He's a big old battle rapper. He's mm. an ace battle rapper, but as we learned, uh, as Kobe correctly deduces, is that he has a stomach ulcer from the stress of being the best battle rapper in town. Yeah. Copy I do appreciate yeah. that the stomach ulcer is shown as like a genuinely debilitating thing. Like it is fucking up. Like the, just the pressure of having to stay at the top of his game, kind of thing, has uh, put him off the thing that he loves. Kabutaijin. That's it. Yes, I just found it. Yes. yes, voiced by the same guy playing Mister Black, uh, Shoya Shiba, who used to be in a boy band himself, but don't believe he was a rapper. Once again, please cast rappers as rappers. It is easier to teach a rapper to act than it is to teach an actor to rap. Because this guy, I don't believe he's the best battle rapper in town. I do like the thing of him earlier in it, like walking around and just seeing signs and hearing bits of conversation, like like freestyling off of that. I thought that was a nice way to show. I was like, yeah, it's something he likes to do. But Uh, but you're you're porcupine in Odd Taxi. We've been spoilt. Yeah. I'd rather take the stiff acting of of a rapper to get the good rapping. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cuz that's the bit that you're trying to sell that he's good on. Yeah. Yes. Cuz watching this, you do get the impression so far that Kobe's actually the best rapper in town. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz the other rappers aren't that good either. But... Yeah, just it was Siki Toba Kung Fu. Yeah, yeah, that's he's also not voiced by a rapper. Mm. Yeah. So, but plot-wise, it's a good plot cuz I like the I like the fact that it takes the focus and puts it on somebody else. And so we see he's Kobe's plan is that he's going to hold a battle rap contest. If he beats him, then he's got to join the group and, and rap alongside Aiko. Mm. But if Kabutaijin beats uh, Kobe, then Kobe will have to grant him one wish, which I assume Kobe is plotting that it will be exactly the same thing. Oh, and the other thing is, the reason he's just trying to pull him in is, uh, obviously, she's just going to sing in between uh, rapping sets, rapping battles, that kind of thing. Um, 
So it's, it's like automatically he's exposing her to her and her music. It's just like, yes. oh, I'm fucking going to entice you now, motherfucker. Yeah. Just showing the thing that your enemy wants to see in order to draw them that direction, that kind of way. Yes. And you must also be like, you know, um, I can, you're the fish, I can be your water. You know, I'm, I'm yeah, so yeah. indispensable to you. Or I will show that I am as indispensable to you as, as water is to a fish. But the mm. highlights of this episode are early on when first Ico is imagining what sort of rapper that Kobe is going to bring to the club. <laughs> we mm. well, you. Someone who will destroy it with a giant microphone. And then even better, what type of rapper the owner of the club thinks that Kobe is going to bring, which is just a rapper who raps about <laughs> Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Mm. And then later on, we have a rapper who is named after a horse from the Romance of the Three Kingdoms, mm. and Kamitaijin, who we see reading the Romance of the Three Kingdoms manga in the Laundrette. <laughs> and then the Laundrette scene. The Laundrette scene is... The Laundrette scene is fantastic. ...of the entire episode. Oh, fucking Kobe on, on Laundry there. He is... That is a sweet track, Shuri Scott. It's just perfectly... <laughs> coordinates with the hat he does keep on yep. all the time that they just need to watch that it's just like, it's just like oh he's just fucking do a spread in this yeah. man fucking give him <laughs> well I see the whole range uh, him going into a very long story that explains what he's trying to get across and your man's like what the fuck are you talking about and he's like hmm it's like no sorry go on and it's like okay I'll continue my, my, my parable that relates to the situation also the beats off that washing machine I can fucking wrap off of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's the. I'm Kobe, and I'm here to say I love rapping in a major way. <laughs> Join my group, and you will see just how cool it is to be me. Yes, yeah, yeah, partly because I've had a fever for five days, but maybe it's also because of how well this is plotted. Is that it's so focused on Kamitaijin? Is that it's just now that I remembered? Oh. The reason he wants Kamitaiji is part of a bigger plot, a bigger yeah. plan he's got from two episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's all interconnected. Like this episode does a does a great job of kind of focusing on Kamitaiji and the uh, the rapping kind of scene. It's, it's one of those things where like like um, Birdie Wing is like, this is a world built around golf, and it's like, okay, this is a world built around singing. It's like also people exist in a separate world simultaneous to this, where it's all about rapping to them, and they're aware of all the different. Yeah. Um, like there's a whole rapping scene, like it feels more like a full world, and he's just trying to pull all these different disparate elements yes. into. Like you're into actually that. touring this uh, this culture, this urban exactly. Culture. It's, yeah, because it's like you know, oh, this is like as as uh, Kome is experiencing it. It's just like, huh, that's pretty neat. But obviously, yes. he does much more diligent research than we can do. Uh, but that, that, I hate to admit that that same kind of thing is putting you down there. You're like kind of wandering around and getting seeing what it has to offer. Yeah, yeah, you're wandering around the, the scene, you know there's a rapping scene, you know that fucking jockey is always taking fucking selfies outside of that club, that kind of thing. It feels more like a more fully fleshed out world for it, yeah. Yeah, because the, the selfie guy feels like, oh, it's that guy again. We always see that guy <laughs> whenever we're out for a night. Exactly, yeah, yeah. It, it does feel like it all, uh, it's taking place, well, it's all in Shibuya, uh, which is like a large enough area, but you would be able to walk to most places in it. So yeah. just like, you know, oh, it's more like, you know, you're going to run into, it feels more natural and more organic and you would kind of run into the same kind of characters. And if, when they dress like that, yeah, they're real characters. They're characters uh, in town, like, you know. Over and over again, the same clubs. 
yeah, it's fun. It's not quite the same as DJ Tonkatsu Agataro. That one feels like it captures more the the uh, the feeling of getting into a thing for the first yeah, time. Being Whereas, yeah, being already in a hobby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Aiko is already into it. She's well into it. Kevin Taijin is well into it. Hmm. Kobe is getting into it, but he doesn't want to do it. He just wants to help the people who do it already. So he's, he's already he's, very proficient in it, yes. uh, even yeah. even even down to a technical level. Yeah. Talking about like you know the the one BPS and everything like that. All of these real uh, music production terms that you wouldn't normally but talk about. That is cool, man. Like he's not he's not the warrior. He's not the guy in the front lines. He's a tactician. He draws these motherfuckers together to make a good army. Yeah, and, and but he compares the uh, you get the he still wants to have a go though, just like he wants to have a go on his mate's horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what a fine horse that guy is named after. Uh, I had a go on him, but he was just too fucking rough for me, which just shows how good your man was at horsemanship. Yeah, yeah. But that was Liu Bei, was a great hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, continues to be a uh, very satisfying show. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just nice. It, 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 it goes by in a, in a flash as well. So yes. Yeah, yeah. You just don't, you don't even realize, you know, fun. It's just a, a wild night that passes you by because it's so fun. Yeah, I'm it's curious. Really... As, I'm curious as if you guys going to be doing the voice when the rapping is on the record. When he's rapping alongside, because obviously they have a different voice for Ico's yeah, yeah, singing yeah. voice. Whether it'll be the same for him and also for the other singer character who'll be along later. Hmm. Then it is the Demon Girl Next Door 2, Episode 4, A New Species Discovered. The Town Cafe is a Demon Lair, where our heroine is sent on a mission by the magical girls. But is she our heroine or our villainess? I think she's our heroine at this point. Yeah, I mean... She's the the titular Demon Girl Next Door. Also, she is fixing everything rather than actually doing evil. Even though she tries yes. to do evil, I think in know. this episode the magical girls are the villains. Uh, yeah, I mean, like they technically have been the villains in the story up to now. They're constantly sealing people away and shit. That's fucked yes. up. Uh, so that yeah, they need to use her power to find other demons so they can question them and see if they know anything about where the sister is. But so this is a solo mission because uh, they'll be protected by the seals. Yes. And magical girls can't go near the seals because they were put up by her sister to protect from magical girls. So you got to go ask around town. It's like, all right, I'll ask my one friend. Do you know where any demons are? Yeah, they're down there <laughs> in that bar. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, has to avoid the other friend. Uh, who's mm. a little creepy. And they go to, she goes to this cafe and she's like, oh, yeah, the... the uh, Yoda packs a punch is what is described. Mm. He's visually very uh, distinctive, yeah. Yes. Sees a fox girl and she's like, oh, you must be the Yoda. You pack a punch. Says, oh, no, the Yoda's not here. I, I, uh, how does she... She's the cook, isn't she? Because that's the plot yeah. point yeah. of the entire... That's the plot point of which the entire episode pivots is that the <laughs> fox girl is the cook. Yeah. And that she's from Osaka. Those two things I think mm-hmm. are the pivot. Um... So, yeah, she goes against the owner, and the owner is a tapir. There we a bunch of tapir puns, uh, some of which were translated well, some of them I'm not sure did come out of the translation. Yeah, thoroughly, yeah. But... The ones that did that were translated well were pretty funny. Um, I did, uh, oh, sorry for my appearance. 
I tried to do a backflip and he yes. like bust his leg. That's why he's in crutches and in bandages and shit. And it's like, no, it's the fact that you were a tapir that weirded me out. Not yes. that you were an injured tapir. Although yeah. a backflip is a weird way to get injured like that. His character design is great. He's a tapir dial. He's a tapir walking uh-huh. on hind legs. Yeah. He, Adorable. He has like proper medical crutches that you'd get from a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> He has little pince-nez glasses, one of which is cracked because of the backflip. Yeah. He has a one of those stick-on heat pads on his back because of the backflip. <laughs> <laughs> he really <laughs> fucked himself up in that backflip, yeah. Uh, also, I believe he's the only second male voice we've ever heard in the show after the director. And therefore has an incredibly deep voice, or it just sounds like that because every other oh, character is a girl. I believe he's voiced by Dio. He's the voice of Dio. <laughs> Of course he is. Oh, Takahiro Kiyasu. Oh. I, I believe so, yes. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, and he will... He, what's the first reason he has for groveling? I can't remember. Um, um, like, he, she says, I'm here about that bit of paper out in the door. And he's like, oh, fantastic. Yeah, we need... We, we don't need a line cook. She's the line cook. But we need someone to serve the customers and everything. He's like, no, I'm, I'm talking about the demon seal. And he's like, no, we need someone serving the customers. Please, <laughs> please work in my restaurant. Yeah, and it's around this point in which they realise that she's got horns and a tail. They had no yeah. um, <laughs> They let her in early. Um, yeah, so yeah, they they eventually convince her to become the waitress. Just um, work for a little bit, or a day, or two years. Yes. Just <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she enjoys it, and then, but she most of all enjoys the delicious food, and then the viewer enjoys what looking at this delicious food, and then not enjoying, unable to eat this delicious food. Yeah, it's very well drawn, tasty. Like even the sandwiches look fucking great. I, I gotta admit, no, even when the sandwiches are in the blooming Tupperware, they look great. <laughs> That's amazing. That's well drawn <laughs> fucking sandwiches. Um, but yeah, she gets the she gets free meals. Obviously, I don't know if she's getting paid. I'm not 100 percent clear on that because the customers don't seem to have to pay for this food, but. She does get free food and she does get like to bring home the leftovers to the family. And the leftovers look gorgeous. So, yes. Yeah. And they, they're, she's surprised there's so many customers and they're like, oh, that's because of the, because the, our food's being cooked by a fox lady. Uh, so it's, it's magical. It's not addictive. It is, it, it, um, it, if you have any like, uh, stresses, anxiety and stress, that's it. It, it, it lets you let go of that. So people kind of come back for more because they're like, yeah, I, I no feel more really than good. Gar- no more than eating garlic paste. It is basically <laughs> a delicious umami flavor is produced when a fox girl cooks your meals. Anyway, she comes back and it turns out she hasn't asked the questions she was sent to ask. Instead, she's come back and got a job. Uh, and then she goes back the to magical the Magical girls are like, well, okay. I mean, like for her to do that two days in a row, that, that, yes. that tracks. She's a fucking bitch. But four days in a row, that seems a bit weird. We should probably Got to investigate. <laughs> so also, um, the ancestor, Lilith, she can't read her mind properly because it's all, it's all uh, fuzzy and pixelated. Mm-hmm. So the, the three of them, the two magical girls and the former demon queen, uh, head off and they observe the cafe from a kilometre away because <laughs> the plan is they put the spirit of Lilith inside soft toys that Mamo has produ- Momo rather has produced which mm. look like Lilith so she can now move around when she's in the soft toys she will sit on the other magical girl the the orange obsessed magical girls crossbow and with and carry the magical wand which will be able to dispel the barrier 
Yeah, so basically, right, we're going to shoot you like Ant-Man style with a combination with uh, Hawkeye um, at, the, at, the, at the thing from a kilometre away. Because apparently your one's no good up close as a magical girl. Yes. She's good as a long-range sniper magical girl, which is not a thing. Um, shoot you at the thing. You hit it with the magical wand. Uh, you'll have one second to do so before you're killed by the aura of the barrier. But don't worry, we've got a bag full of these dolls. Yes. <laughs> got nine more in the duffel bag. Uh, mm. Yes, and then they fire her, and then we eventually see them enter, and there's like smears of all these plush toys against the wall. <laughs> that have died without uh, releasing the barrier in the meantime. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They're like, hello, we are two magical girls and a mascot. We have come to a... Uh, find out what you've been doing to our friend. And then they have like a bit, and also do a negotiation. Then they have a bit of back and forth. And they're like, oh, they like, oh, she must be stressed out because of Momo asking her to do all these things. And therefore she's too relaxed when she eats her meal at dinner time. Her free meal at like uh, half two. Uh, but also the fox girl points out, it's like, yeah, I mean, like the only other effect it would have is if you ate 10 times the normal amount of food. Yes. Uh, and she's like, but get, aren't you giving you... her leftovers to take take home? Yes. It's like, Yeah. It's so like, oh no! It was it's, it's, if you eat ten times of it, you get high and you and you uh, <laughs> you uh, lose memories. Things. Lose memories, mm. yes. And they're like, oh, she's. And also, the Toby is like, why have you not told me this before? <laughs> I think it's because it's the first time I mentioned it or something. Yeah, yeah. she's like, that seems like important information. He yes. was not aware of this as the owner. And then he has to grovel again. Uh, yeah, uh, so this, the, the cure is just like eat a day of normal food and don't eat the magical food for a day, and you'll be grand, stay hydrated. You know. Just very basic stuff. Yeah, so I assume they'll be back next episode and actually ask the questions they were intending to ask. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Two new characters, some goofy comedy, and a new form for Lilith to take. Also, a new new place to go for shit to happen, basically. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Cafe-based jokes, yeah. Yeah, they're fun new characters. It's a fun new setting. And uh, yeah, it slowly escalates everything, and which is what you want in a comedy. You want like here's a new element you can mix with the other elements because you can now yeah. have those other two. The the weird girl can come around here, and yeah, wh- whoever else we might run into. The magical girls can go to the demon cafe, probably scare away a bunch of demons. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Then you can tell me all about Kaguya Sama Love Is War episode four because guess what. You didn't watch uh. <laughs> No, the uh there's no there's no uh what you would call it this week, was there? There was no uh, Oh Kodama Kawashiri. Yeah, I was like there should have been something else there, but no. Yeah, yeah. slacker. <laughs> yes, Kagia Love is War, episode four. Here we go, deep breath. Kagia Shinobiya's Impossible Demand, a Kauri a Swallow Give Birth to, Part One. Yu Ishigami wants to prove himself worthy. And Shika Fujiwara wants to stay over. You wish it was reincarnated at the Fantasy Naka, don't you? <laughs> uh, it, like it, uh, it seems like a lot, but because they're like a lot of more shorts, like they're actually like fairly condensed. I found this one went by pretty quick. Uh, it, 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 it's because it's like uh, they lead into each other. There's only two real stories here, which is uh, Ishigami, you know, like he's. Him being the kind of like the the burnout that he is, you know, he's just like it's lovely, lovely couple go by for and fight, fuck off and die, fuck, 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 fu
So, mm. you, uh, I gotta build, book up your power boss phone. Somebody. Yeah, because fucking, you know, people like that. Oh, yeah, what well, about that girl, you know, because going back to again, to the previous season. Um, yeah, it comes up here that me and newbie could get it. There's yeah. a girl he likes. It's a girl in an effort of trying, like, you know, uh, like, get out and see people and, like, try and shake off some of this, like, image that he has, this rep that he's got, uh, which kind of followed him, followed him from, from middle school when uh, there was also a girl that, not necessarily that he liked, but she was, like, kind to him. But she was going out with this absolute dickhead. He kind of, like, confronted the dickhead and he, and he, he said, whoa, what was this guy attacking me? And then they gave him a bad rep. He was trying to do done one right by the girl, but then, like, you know, blew up in his face. That kind of followed him around a bit. So he joined the cheerleading um, cheerleading club in the previous season. Actually got on pretty well with it. Um, there's a nice, there's a nice it looks like a visual thing with that where you'd see all the rest of the people in the club, but you wouldn't, like, see their actual eyes um, like on, on, on the characters because he's yeah. always, always kind of cast down. Like, I'm just going to go here. I'm just going to turn up and, you know, just try and meet people like that. But it's only after you kind of, like, simultaneously got over his inner shit and then uh like and saw that you you what happened then doesn't define you as a person you gotta kind of move on from that and you, you did your best you gotta kind of let it define you and then you saw oh now i can see all the riots isn't as creepy anymore and uh <laughs> there was one girl who was, who was kind of nice to him they're all very nice but she was, she was kind of nice again in particular and, and like oh, maybe do a thing from so now right. it's like yeah, he's kind of relayed this to yeah. Kaguya, and and she's kind of like so like what what did you like about her? It's like oh no, she, I, I, initially it's like oh because you know she's nice and pretty and all this kind of thing, but then she just is a genuinely decent person, mm-hmm. and thing, and so it kind of like is like hey, if you don't confess to her, you're going to regret it because then you're just going to be trapped in this endless fucking torment where you can't fucking confess. <laughs> it's, it's like oh okay, she's turning her own shit on him. It's like you need to fucking sort your shit out, which is kind of a way of her telling. I need to sort my shit out. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, like, it's kind of like, kind of put, trying to put together the plan as well on how to do it. Well, like you know, I think I could like leave like a, a different flower on her desk every day, like you know, no one say it's me, and then a different flower, flower land. Out that I love you, and then she's like, that's that's creepy. That's dude. Creepy. How about I, I give, give, give her like a, a photo album for pictures of me and things like that? Because then you can kind of see like the, the different facts of me, but also creepy. Listen, what you do, women are draw the power. Lots of kinds of power. I know about this because I'm, I'm a powerful woman. Uh, there's like strength. There's like financial clout. Or there's also intellectualism. So mm. we're having, we've got midterm exams right now. Maybe just fun up your grade. Fucking people are saying, oh, that fucking burn out. She never amount to anything. Well, you fucking... If you can get into the top 50, that'll prove that you're like... You've got some ambition, only... man. you got some prospects. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so um, then the, the next part is um, all of them talking about their, their study things and the announcer going like, this motherfucker's a liar. Um, they said, oh, well, you know, she's usually got exams. And I think it's only prudent that we just like put a pause in student council activities for the time being. You guys like, can you know, study here, obviously. That, that's perfectly fine. And he's like, obviously, he's not. Gonna, he's a fucking liar. He's not going to study here because he keeps looking at that girl he fancies. <laughs> um, I can't yeah. the same point saying this is also a lie because she, she, she doesn't want to stay here she, she, she wants to study in here because like she just can't do it at home because she keeps looking at her smartphone she keeps getting texts with people and then like uh, and then she Mac, turns Mac into, is oh, like, how am I going to respond 
Like, it's like, oh, well, you know, if we should keep up with our responsibilities as student council, wagging her finger kind of way. But if that's what the president wants, this is, she's also lying. She wants to be at home studying any minute she gets because a power for she's like, her strength is her smarts. She's the opposite of the president. Where the president like, has, he has to be on top and step on everyone else because he's the number one. But she's the number one in her year. And she's like on the on the top like and they're presented as cloying zombies because <laughs> if, if she loses her position as the number one student in her year then uh then that means that her authority of telling people what the fuck to do with morally is just like going to fall apart. yeah that's her whole personality uh and then even she just gotta get in there as well it's like I, oh, oh well, if i, I don't better... get an a my 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 dad's gonna cut off my allowance it's like this is a lie her grandpa also gives her an allowance it's like oh don't tell your mom and dad <laughs> and i was just like this is great. So they're all fucking liars. Um, yeah. I t- take the tests and, you know, they, they struggle through. And Ishigami, you know, he, he went up, but he didn't crack the top 50. He's going, like, fucking, damn it, fuck's sake. Oh, after all my fucking talking, after my fucking, like, trying my heart with the fun day. But, like, Kaga's like, shut up, you idiot. What matters is you still put in the work, you fun went and you fun, you achieved it. You've actually made some progress. You didn't get it this time, but you can do it. It is within you. So. Hmm. Go out there. I, I command you, go forth and conquer. Uh, so there would be a, a part two to this. Yeah. The title is probably a bit of a mouthful to get around for a number of reasons, but that's actually making reference to the Taylor Princess Kage, from which naturally this like, takes up, takes up, there's a lot of riffs on. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like one of her suitors like had to retrieve like um, an eggshell from a swallow's nest, which is apparently very difficult to do. So she's at demand the impossible of Ishigami. Uh, it's interesting to our turn about to our turn of events as for most of the course of things, Ishigami, she's, she's terrified of her. <laughs> she's very intimidating, very scary. He doesn't like what to kind of be around too much hmm. because she makes him do stuff because she knows he's capable. She's got some, she's, she knows she expects more of him. Like, uh, yeah, but by the end of it, like you can kind of see the their friendship kind of getting stronger. Yeah. Where she, like, again, she's trying to push him to do the thing that she really needs to push herself to do. You need to confess, motherfucker. Um, yeah. Hmm. Fun. Uh, then the last story this was like you know all oh, this you know this uh, a standard kind of sketch for Chica goes over to Kaguya's house because she's never been there before. Have a they're having a sleepover. The, the maid is dressed as a butler for reasons. <laughs> um, I think it's because it's just like like double line because you may have seen her schoolgirl like persona at school. You got to keep the personas separate. Yeah, they're they're may rivals I... at school, so we have to be. I have to be a different character in in the in the home setting. May have been the other blonde girl that um, the Shiraganikis were that ran into there with the, the, the salacious karaoke, but you might have seen there too. So here's my here's my like double disguise. I'm I'm, I'm Mr. Hertika. And according according to like the little the little um, the little <laughs> poster pre credit thing, you know, we did little like extra notes in there. Uh, to choose all the backgrounds of all of her various like identities. And Mr. Hertika was apparently descendant from Irish immigrants who fled to Japan after after, after the Great Famine. <laughs> the, it, that the, I, the butler seems to have the most complicated backstory of all her characters. A lot of tragedy in there. It's a lot of like uh, goes back to generations that one. Um, but yeah, uh, she's staying over and th- they act, they're having a drunk conversation about, uh, l- liking boys and stuff, but it's not a drunk conversation. It's just that you want to sing up like a- an hour past her bedtime. So she's super tipsy. It's like, Hey, we should call the president and ask him who he likes. Oh, that's a great idea. It's like, Hey president. And the sister, his sister happens to be in the room at the same time. So she's like, Oh fuck. 
I want to get all the fucking dirt, um, or <laughs> at least reveal all the dirt. Yeah. Yeah, then one day he's like, uh, I don't like anybody. Nope, I don't like anybody at all. And then his sister's come on and says, ah, you've been on the phone all the time texting somebody like, like these days. What's what's going on there? Like, I know you're texting a lot lately, and I know you're doing it to someone who got onto line recently, and I know <laughs> it's the butler's sandal. Uh... <laughs> well, boy, you're, <laughs> you're, like, you're, you're, you're texting with the, it's, it's just some kind of cheek, it's just like, you know, it's a nosebleed thing. I got a, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. You do mm. your dirty fucker. <laughs> it's just to get into two for nose. Isn't doing anything else. <laughs> yeah. Um. So carry So just a chance. You know. Now she's like, just kind of, you know, kind of like she's kind of loopy because she's been up too late. Mm. It was the time to kind of cajole her into revealing her true feelings. But yeah, she just straight up asks, like, hey, so I tell you what, if you want to, you tell me who you like, and I'll tell you who I like first. And he's like, okay, fucking go for it. And she's falling asleep in the meantime. Mm-hmm. And while sleepy and the, the now maid, because she's taken off her butler disguise, um, hangs up on him. Um, she's going to like, oh, president. And it's like, ah, oh, you nearly had her. Nearly had her, but Well, it was to go like, no, well, that uh, lady Kaki's falling asleep, so I'm going to hang up with now. Uh, I, I text, text later, President. It's like, fun. that's the girl? That's who you texted? Oh, she's pretty hot, bro. Like, no, no, it's not. She's nothing going on Again, between yeah, us. We're going to each other in various, like, compromising situations. We don't. We're not, not, not going on like that. <laughs> a friend who's a girl who I've been caught in multiple compromising situations with. It's completely different. Yeah. It's, I like how it's given this, um, giving, like, a lot more stuff to Hayasaka here. Where it's like, you could have just been, like, the, the, the reliable henchwoman here but you take it oh, i was going to do this now because one parable is i was i was i was told you by kagia mm. parable do because eh, it's kind of fun to fuck around with this dude <laughs> then parable is also fun to say it's fun to fuck around with him but it's just kind of just fun being around him in general mm. <laughs> she's like she's like questioning her mission questioning her, her loyalty <laughs> to the unit uh uh some real nice little like bits of animation and uh again we're very good at this like almost like a kind of a, of a collage of media they have uh <laughs> the special cuts of things uh we get to get, get the title drop what made an ultra romantic confession ultra romantic and the narrative goes i ultra romantic <laughs> i something very very cringe like or nice like a, like a flash mob to confess them it's like no 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 that shit man don't don't do that uh, just briefly when they're like you know sweating over their over their exams and they're studying I think it's um, uh, Eno it's just like no can you keep it together keep it together we get like you know a recut Zawa and rendered in like uh, a Kaiji Nogi Piku Fukumoto style <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so it's uh, again solid stuff and get some nice uh, development here on, on multiple fronts uh, hmm. because what it was a very special episode of Kaguya-sama as it didn't go all the way over that line and become completely maudlin and saccharine. Um, yeah, it still kept up the jokes, which is good. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's what we need. Mm. Balance. Right. Oh, dear. Need another sip of this gigantic bottle of water. Uh, Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Dai, episode 75, The Secret Way of Purification. <laughs> What's the deal, Ivan? Sensei. What happened to you? You used to I be mean, cool. I'm still it is, cool. It is That's a fair point. My sense if, anymore. If he started at level 50 and all you guys are like level 75 now, it's like, what fucking use is he? Um, yeah. I was doing stuff. Like, 
I reclassed I, a little, okay? <laughs> I went down, went, went down to that dungeon, you know. I went down to try and, like, you know, learn the secret of purification. You know, I was learning, learning that shit. And, uh, yeah, of course, we went down to that same dungeon. We got the, the glimmers, but we went down to, upon 25. Oh, well, if you're, when you were there as 25, I was like, yeah, like... Seventy-five? Or was it some like I really one hundred and fifty? One hundred and fifty, even. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's got the stuff. He's just doing things a little differently now. Yeah, yeah, probably, and yeah. he's he hasn't learned a better spell. Kaglima is still the best one you can do, but he's learned a power instead. Hmm. Yes. So he's got uh, a new ability, as it were. But yeah, uh, Yungle so was also could... making this. Fairly valid excuse that he's under level for this final boss. Um, yes. By mostly to, as a distraction of he's going to stand guard by himself and fight off all the monsters that were hiding in the castle yes. for, and haven't come out to this point. Yeah. And yeah, the area tells pop off for not recognizing his own behavior and the being. You uh, literally did this like earlier. <laughs> remember that? And Yunkel had to come to save you? You were you were total dick back then. Actually, Yunkel did it in a much cooler and, and tactful way than you did. You should learn <laughs> learn from him. Uh, yeah, I think the I think there's a killer line that should be in the next episode. Um we also get Vern saying, Mr. Vern, please return to base. I need you to go and kill Die before he get and Avon before he gets here, because while Avon is not as powerful as Die. He has a different sort of strength that's not my strength. I assume he's, he's comparing himself to die at that point. Uh, so yeah. I need to get here and kill him. Can't Kilver do it? Well, yeah, Kilver might try and kill him, kill Avon, but he, I can't tell him to do anything else. He'll just get, he just goes around killing people. He's good at killing, but I can't no. really order him to specifically kill anyone. You know, and he's going, he's going into into the press. He's like, you know, going to uh, the, the, the press where he keeps all the good masks. And he's getting Mister Angry Eyes on. And he's going to cleave some heads off. Uh, and then Miss Fern's like, "Well, I guess I should come back, but this guy who insulted me once standing right here." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm probably going to carry on fighting him instead. <laughs> I keep beating on this guy, though. Mm. You can't fire me, I quit. Also, <laughs> if you leave that guy alone, I'm guessing the other the humans and everything won't really have much of a problem since he's not locked in combat with the most other powerful guy there. I'm not, well, sure, you should dis- I'm not sure you should disobey your boss, Miss Burr, because just based on your name, I think you're some aspect of his soul. You can probably just like, call you back whenever he chooses and I, I erase think- your existence. Based on the next episode preview, the guys on the ground are going to have a problem with somebody who isn't Mist Fern. Yep, very uh, shortly. Who you <laughs> will also notice in their place in the opening credits now. Because it's just like, you know, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, just, I just let it run too because it gets me kind of pumped up now. I, I, I like the bit where it's raining, but then Pop goes like that, and then the credits kind of appear in oh, the they rainbow. also scroll up at the he same smiles. pace with the, yeah. with the five lights. Yeah, yeah, that is the in the car shot up once and it was just like there's a massive like fun monster man in shadow that wasn't there before what the fuck is that <laughs> uh, I, I assume he's going to do to himself what he did to his son um, yes as a last ditch attempt to uh, save facts claw back some reputation mm. yeah uh, yeah so that was fun um I think that's the gist of it. It's a lot yeah, of it's, it's the sort of soap opera which is is the why the reason I love uh, his scripts when he's writing Tokusatsu stuff as well. Um, yeah, I I'm like do I oh my taped together glasses just sprang themselves apart. That's oh. great. Good job. I've only got one show left to uh, 
Socrates. <laughs> Too powerful for the Kenyan Kenyan Dragonagora. Normal mm. glasses won't cut it. Uh, yeah. Next thing to talk about is Spy Family. Family episode four: The Prestigious Schools Interview. Like the fact uh, that they're really drawn this entering the school thing out, but it's like every episode feels just super nice and pleasant and not drawn out. Well, this, so this this is the first episode which feels like it had a really hissable villain in it. <laughs> like, but it, it throws you because initially you think the guy is going to be like their main antagonist is is the guy who's obsessed Henry with Henry Henderson them. who loves elegance, elegant, yes, elegant. Um, yeah, you and think he's going to be the main obstacle, but he's fucking enamored with them by before they get actually to the exam because yes. getting to the exam is part of the exam. Oh, uh, and um, but of course, by the end of the episode, he's done the thing you wanted to happen. Uh, yeah, so you're all in, like you're like, oh, I like this motherfucker. Yeah, and they missed the point. It's like fun. Yeah, that 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 one that one uh, that one man was a big meanie, but there were two nice granddads there as well. So maybe they will uh, be nice to us. Like, maybe they will, and yeah, maybe they will. So yes. as with uh, a job interview or anything else, walking towards it is also part of it. it mm. It's an interview from the parking lot to the fucking place, basically, uh, where you're being silently judged by your actions and they've set up traps all the way along, including a small child. <laughs> the the it's like, oh, no, I fall in the mud. I can't get out. It's just like, you know, it's supposed to cause the whole thing. of like, no, like, you know, then you actually get him out. He doesn't know what to do. It's like, like normally, any family wouldn't want to go near it. It's more on their clothes, and then you throw up an interview like that for an instant fail. <laughs> but then they actually do go and help him. <laughs> like he immediately <laughs> steps into the sewerage to pull the small child out of it, and it's just like, well, that was a brave thing to do, but he's clearly lost the thing. It's like, good thing I brought a spare set of clothes. It's like changes clothes, and it's like ah. such elegance. Well, yeah, because the first the first thing they do right is they don't rush to the entrance. They're the- Yes. They're the slowest people walking down. They're taking then their they time. They do an extra thing of saluting the statue of the founder. Yeah, their <laughs> hands on their hearts. Uh, uh, Forger is obviously this, like, kind of like Lloyd is uh, more like, um, it's like, oh, yes, this will get us in good with the books. And, you know, obviously, your one's just like, I'm just going to copy him. And I assume that'll be fine. And small child is just, bald man. <laughs> yes. And then a wild herd of, anim- of uh, farm animals have escaped. I can't believe they'd go that far for an opening test. (laughs) Yes, led by a Gene Simmons-faced cow. Yes, I was going to say it looked like Bat Cow. Um, No, it's Gene Gene Simmons-faced cow. But also the hair, the the markings on the the top of the head are Gene Simmons' hair as well. You're right, you're right. Um, At this point, I would assume wig. Um, Because I assume he's not getting his head done like that when he goes on stage. That would that would take a lot of work. But uh, yeah, like uh, your man's asking, is like, hey, who set this up? It's like we thought you set it up. It's like, oh shit, this is an actual emergency. Um, yes. Luckily, uh, yes, Yor is here to deal with this problem. Anya is knocked out by the sheer stress of the situation, and Yor kicks that fucking cow into politeness. A pressure points it into politeness. Yes. <laughs> I assume they would work for cows too. Uh, the, the, but the, yeah, it's, the best is the shot of her and the other animals slowly backing away from. Her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> animals oh. know the apex predator. Oh uh, yeah. well, no, you know, like cows' heads about to explode and the you know, geyser of blood. They've seen that before. Hmm. She didn't aim to kill; she just aimed to subdue. And the cow's just like, "Okay, I'm going to leave." Well, no, he, I... doesn't, he doesn't leave until Anya touches it on the head. 
Yes. Yeah, she shows the empathy for it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so that's all taken care of. How elegant. Oh. And wouldn't you know, oh. they've got a second change of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> now we're down to like, to hear you we're going to the wedding, down to the hat. Yeah. And <laughs> got a top hat and everything. Yeah, the fanciest gear. Yeah, after this, we have no more, no more of like fine clothes. <laughs> the only reason he brought the suitcases was for two more changes of clothes. Yeah. Uh, so okay. they have give everyone a break, and then they'll do the interviews. And they're when they're lined up the family, it's clear like, okay, you need to go over there. That family fucking lost. Okay, you need to go to room one B. It's like, okay, you're fucking in. Like as, they, as they're waiting. Um, Lloyd is listening in on the other interviews because he's already bugged to the location. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> this poor child come out because he fudged some question. You go, parents, you fucking idiot. Why did you say that? I'm sorry. <laughs> and of course, he's done research on the, the interviewees. Um, he knows their backgrounds and the things you need to go. It's like, okay, this guy is actually pretty sound out. And if you give like an emotional response, he responds well to that. So that's great. This guy's a fucking piece of shit. So just do not engage, basically. He's, he's, just he's a fucking, fucking legacy. He fucking just came in here on the coattails of his dad. He's got no actual merit at all. He's just like, he was close. Uh, his wife down divorced him recently, took the kid, and he just hates families and children now in an interview for a school of children. Um, that's great. And this guy likes elegance. Um, so we're good. Okay. <laughs> we can do yes. this. Yes. Murdoch Swan is our villain here. And yeah, he's. He's and he yeah he's only he only picks on your and Annie. He doesn't pick on Lloyd. Mm. Uh, he's he's picking on what he so thinks is bully. weaker than him. Which, you know, it's, it's like from Tom Brown School is above in this piece. You know, we got the, <laughs> the boarding school, like the evil prefect or something. It's given you yeah, shit. yeah. Ah, but then again, I've been through enough fucking educational systems to know the one pricks who are there, like you say, just as a fucking given and abuse their power. Yeah. Little tin pot generals. And then they negotiate it fairly well. There's occasional thoughts of like, why am I getting overprotective of She's not my not real really wife. wife. Yes. because um, you love her, you idiot. You're doing this uh, doing this for the mission. You're doing this for the mission, but and say and then this is poor Annie's getting into tears. Where's your real mother, little girl? It's just like Mama. It was Mama. basically the thing that sets him off is like, okay, what would you rate your parents? And he's like, Oh, a hundred. I like and the, it's so well done because she stumbles on a bunch of her words and she muddles her pre-prepared answers but when asked off the cuff question it's like okay what do you think of your parents it's like I love mommy and daddy and they're the best and they make my life really happy and you know just completely unprompted and there's no stuttering there's no hesitation in that at all and I was like mm. that's really nice it's like do you like your uh, new mother or your or, or your or your natural mother that kind of thing because he keeps calling her the second wife the second mother that kind of thing yeah and that puts Anya as like because obviously she's hearing Lloyd Forger's thoughts of it's like I don't actually know the background on her parents I presume they're dead um and obviously she's thinking about the fact that her her uh, natural parents are dead and that makes her sad and he's like oh well if you're gonna cry fucking this is a boarding school like you, you can't be let in here if you're gonna yeah. cry and it's like you're belittling a small child. What is wrong with no, you? No, it's just to keep it together. It's just for the mission. 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 And he uh, breaks the coffee table by... It's like, sorry, there was a mosquito. We're leaving. It's like, hey, you can't just fucking leave this interview. It's like, if this is the way you're going to fucking treat children, we this is not the fucking school I thought it was. I wouldn't enjoy it, except it would have me as a member. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, like, I immediately, like, the shot of him at home is like, oh, Jesus, what the fuck have I done? I've ruined the yeah. fucking mm. I But put then, the we get, then we get Henry pondering um, 
Lloyd's words and agreeing with them. And he, he is, because he's at the same level in society as Murdoch, despite what Murdoch says about his, de- his dead dad being the former headmaster, mm. goes ahead and punches the guy right in the face. Elegantly. <laughs> Elegantly. <laughs> Ah, oh, very, very satisfying punch. Um, so, yeah, they, and they're kind of saying, it's like, well, two of the guys really liked us in that interview out of three, so we should probably wait for the results, which is next episode. Let's be optimistic, you know. It's probably going to be all right. So there's little anxieties there. It's just like, I really want to get into the school because I want to help Daddy in his mission. If his mission doesn't succeed, he'll say, leave, leave me. So, you know. A lot to put on this little kid, you know. It's just like it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Like it's fun, it's touching, but it is you know, really uh, reminding you of, of the stakes in there and the fears of everybody, everybody involved in them. There's, there's a lot of great um, line delivery. This is like, and what does your daddy do? My daddy's a spot. And then he, Lloyd initially going like, oh, fuck, have I been rumbled? It's like a special psychiatrist. Um, yeah. <laughs> Psy-spiatrist? Um, the, yeah. yeah, a lot of great like reactions and a lot of great performance, and this really really sells the, um, the very very funny jokes that they're laying down. Yeah, all good stuff. Righty ho! This is a recorded version. I will upload the video, and which is how you're seeing it, and the <laughs> podcast. Uh, so we'll be back next week with more of the same. Goodbye for now. Bye bye. Later, alligator. Oh, probably should have picked a different color.